Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dilmore. Passages. When did you... And that means you, when did you get to be the access point of a blessing? Maybe it started out, you thought, for someone else. But as you saw the Lord at work in another person's situation, you got to be the passageway of a blessing. How cool. Such is often the case. It really is with our Jesus Labor Love Program. That's free car repair for single moms and widows across the country, people in a crisis. And last Monday, I had two challenges as I started out the week. I had a lady that was in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And her situation was that she had a blood clot in her leg, and she wasn't able to work, and her car was broken. It was an Audi. And what were we going to do? Because we didn't have any car repair places in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And I also had a lady in uh, <laughs> that was in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. And her situation was she had a five-month-old son who'd already had two surgeries, and she had a two-door car, and she just wasn't able to get the child in the back seat of the car, and she had to take him to the doctor constantly, so she was in desperate need of a four-door car. And so immediately I was like, wow, this is my opportunity to be a passage, to be the, the, the point of a blessing for somebody. And that's part of what we do here on the Christian Car Guys show is how can we help these single moms and widows at a point, point of crisis? So i got to tell this story. I just do. I, I, I was praying the Holy Spirit came in and helped me to kind of look through and find a good church in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And I contacted that church and they said, oh, yeah, we can handle it. Well, that's fine. We we can help the lady with the Audi. And they just said they're going to fix that. And I thought, wow, first church, first phone call. How cool is that? And I said, well, I'm on a roll here, so I'm going to call. I'm going to see if I can find a cool char- church in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. And the church I called there was Friendship Community Church in Mount Juliet. And there I talked to the sweetest girl, and she said, and I told her about the lady with a five-month-old son that had two surgeries, and she says, you know, Robbie, you're not going to believe this, but I guess it's just how God works, that my aunt has a five-year-old that has to go to the hospital in Nashville every single week, and she was just donated a car in order to do that. The issue is it gets bad gas mileage. So she could really use your listener's Cavalier and give her this four-door car that gets the bad gas mileage. And I was like, wow, do you believe how God worked through that particular situation? And about the time I thought, mm-hmm, this is a roll. You know, I'm really on this. I get an email back from the church to, in, in Shelbyville, and it said, oh, we noticed that we helped that lady back here, you know, a, a, a year or so ago, and we can only help somebody once a year, so we can't help her. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, I'm back to work. And guess what? I got hold of... In this case, the Centenary Methodist Church in Shelbyville, and they came to the aid. And I and I also have to say that Tarun Body Shop and Wrecker Service. I called the man personally. He towed her car down there. The lady with the Audi and the blood clot. Again, what I'm trying to illustrate to you is, I was just a middleman in this. I got to see here was a need, and it's pretty, pretty cool that all you have to do is make a phone call, and you can be a passage to somebody else's blessing. And that's what I'm asking you today. When were you a passage 
You were just the way that somebody else got a blessing. But it ended up blessing you because you got to see God at work. I would love for you to call and share that this morning. Our lines are 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear when were you a passageway to a blessing. And guess what? If you're thinking, wow, I'm, I'm not thinking of one right this minute, I would love for you to help us with a Jesus labor love. You know what I need? And one of the big reasons I know we met the needs of these people is I have a large prayer team that prays for these people in crisis every week. It's the Jesus Love Labor Love Prayer Team. And if you'll go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see even today, it'll talk about passages and a lot of things that we're doing today, but there's a link there where you could join the Labor Love Prayer Team. And that means that every time I get one of these requests across the country, you'll get an email from me explaining that, and then you'll get access to our site that shows where all the cars are that we're working on across the country. And we need your prayer support. Of course, if you want to make phone calls and stuff for that too, we would love that, but we really need more people on this prayer team because I know that's a big part of the blessing is as God's doing the work, we just get to get in on it. But today, again, I'm asking that you call us. We want to hear your story. I mean that 866-348-7884. When were you a passage to a blessing? Now, why am I saying passage so much today? Because we're live. We're live today from passages, this amazing Bible exhibit. And I do mean amazing. If you haven't seen it, you've got to make your way out here. It may be coming to your town because I think it's coming to um, uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado after their stop here. Eventually, it's going to make its way to Washington, D.C. But if you're in the North Carolina area or even Southern Virginia, you want to make your way to Charlotte before March 30th and see this amazing Bible exhibit. It's interactive in all sorts of different ways. And on today's show, I should point out that we are going to have Martin Luther, I mean, excuse me, Mr. Tyndall. In fact, we're going to be staking it with Mr. Tyndall, and that does not mean that we're going to be eating steak. It means that he's at the stake, and we, we have a little discussion with him here. You're going to want to hear that coming up. But also today we have, you know, NASCAR is back. It's the Daytona 500, and with the Daytona 500 means that Ford is introducing their new Fusion, and I actually have Dan Zacharias with us. He's with Ford's racing division. He's going to be calling in at the at quarter hour to tell us what's going on with that race car. I guess they're getting all tuned up to make a big show at Daytona, but also very cool with me here today at Passages. We have a young racer, an expiring NASCAR driver. We have Casey Kerwin with us. His car is actually right out front. If you make your way to Passages today, of course, we would love to see you here. We're, we're broadcasting live from Passages, but welcome, Casey. Hello. It's so good to have you and your dad, John is here with us. Welcome, John. Good morning. Now, Casey is actually, he's 13. And how long have you been racing, Casey? One year. One year. And you have to see this car. It is so cool. Now, it I have to say, was we were unloading this car out here in front of passages this morning, I was just jealous as I could be. I was like, if I was 13 years old, man, I would want to be doing this. So just can you give our listeners just a brief indication of how cool is this? I mean, it's amazing. You can't get a better adrenaline rush than racing. <laughs> so we're going to be hearing a lot about Casey. He's the youngest Christian car guy I think I may have ever had on the Christian Car Guy show. So we're excited to have him on his dead John. And then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure Cry out for discernment, lift up for under, lift up our voice for understanding. And speaking of passages to be a blessing, how about our passage through the waters of baptism? 
this week I saw something that helped me understand just a little clearer why Jesus said it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Really? Have you thought about that one? Why did Jesus have to be baptized, John? I mean, Casey, you know, that's, that, that's always kind of perplexed me, I admit. It's one of my questions. And I got a little, little insight into that today. And so we are going to share that coming up at the end of the show on our praise of the Real Black Book. But today we are doing passages. We want to hear about your passage to a blessing. When were you the way that somebody got a blessing? 866-348-7884. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy. If I didn't introduce myself, I've been in the automobile business for 35 years more than that now, actually. But more importantly, I'm your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy Show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for. No debt. Watching people car buy cars, Casey, for 35 years, going into crazy amounts of debt's enough to break anybody's heart because you knew that they were strapping themselves in these car payments. So we talk about that on the show. Cars need tender, loving care. So how do you get to keep your car? As long as I have Old Red. You've never seen Old Red because I brought the truth van today to Charlotte. But Old Red is my truck has turned 340,000 miles on it this week and how do you get to do that well you got to maintain it if you maintain your car it'll last as long as you do so i'm thinking they're going to bury me in old red and i always tell people a big part of the christian car guy show is to drive safely now on the racetrack you can go as fast as you want but when you get behind the wheel of a real car and i'm sure your dad would concur with me on this if you're following jesus he would never exceed the speed limit right because he would never break any laws so if I'm a Christ follower, I wouldn't be blowing by him in the left lane. I would be going the speed limit. And so we talk about <laughs> staying the speed limit. And do you know, and this is true, I've done the math, Americans waste 200 million gallons of gasoline a week on speeding. In other words, if Americans would all drive the speed limit like they should, and you should know this from your race car, the faster you go, the more gas you burn, right? Well, if Americans would drive the speed limit, it would save us 200 million gallons of gas a week. And you know what? We don't have an oil problem in this country. We have a sin problem. We have an obedience problem. We have all sorts of problems. But guess what? We have a Savior that fixed all that for us. And that's what we talk about here on the Christian Car Guy Show. Now, today, again, we want to know about your passage. When were you the passage way to a blessing I told my story? I want to hear yours. You call us 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Don't forget all this stuff's at ChristianCarGuy.com. Directions on how you can get the passages. Make your way out here. We're going to be here for a couple of hours. We'd love to see you. We got so much Christian Car Guy show coming up. We got Garen with Ford's going to be on with us in just a minute. Stay tuned. We pray for blessings. We pray for peace. Comfort for family. Protection while we sleep. We pray for healing, for prosperity. We pray for your mighty hand. Passages. When were you the passage to a blessing? Didn't have to be car related. Just some way that that that. that you didn't know it, but you were being enlisted in God's army. And the next thing you know, you got to see how God did something amazing. We would love to hear from you today on that. 866-348-7884 for the digitally gifted. 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show. This morning we are live from Passages. 
the amazing Bible exhibit in Charlotte. It, it's interactive. St. Jerome, it's just you have to be here. Animatron, animatronics where you see these characters and so many different ways they show you the story of the Bible, how it went from, you know, the original scribes writing it out, the Hebrew scribes, then the, you know, the, the monks and all that stuff is so cool. So make your way down here. We're going to be here for a couple hours. But as we said at the beginning of the show, it is NASCAR week, and we know that Ford is gearing up with this thing, and we got Garen uh, Nikogosian. Am I saying that right, Garen? Absolutely. You nailed that. That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I won't try it again. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you are with Ford's racing division. You guys got big news. Uh, we do. We are uh, debuting our Gen 6 NASCAR entry for this year. It's based on our uh, Speed Fusion, and we're really excited. That is so cool. And actually, Garen, I have one of our youngest race car drivers out here, drives one of these cars in the U.S. Legend cars here with us, Casey Kerwin. And so, Casey, if you got a question, by the way, about this new Fusion, you jump in on Garen, okay? Okay. All right. And, Garen, I'm, I'm curious, which cars have you got out there that you're fixing to to debut um all of the fords that we're going to be uh debuting here or that, that are going to be racing this weekend here in daytona are our new gen 6 cars based on our speed fusion it's a major thing we did with nascar and uh we're bringing a lot more of the shape and the style and design identity of what we sell on the street to the race car so we're in, in a way we're putting the stock car back into stock car racing something that was missing for quite a long time yeah, I love that because, I, you, you know, that's what's cool. When you can go buy the car that you saw win or, or, or hopefully at least come in second or third, how did you do in the qualifying, Garen? Qualifying went, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it was all right. We had our moments. We had we had some unfortunate incidents in the duels uh, where uh, some of our better running cars got, uh, got a bit tangled up. And, uh, you know, we'll recover from it. Not a big deal. Uh, it's a long race. You don't necessarily base everything on your qualifying order. It's uh, it's, it's a super speedway. It's, a, it's an animal of its own. It's uh, The teams are well prepared to deal with uh, what might come their way. Uh, you know, it's, it's not their first rodeo by any means of the game. So uh, It's 500 miles. But... Have a, yeah, 500 miles. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite, a, <laughs> quite, a, quite a distance for a race. <laughs> and And... How about these ladies? That's a, that's sort of a news story. Maybe you guys need to recruit some women drivers there. <laughs> oh, they did we, really we well, are, didn't they? We're not specific on gender or race when it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, you're fast, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that so is it's, how it's that works. It's exciting to see. It. It's, a, it's, a chain, uh, it's a change. And, uh, you know, it, it'll probably do quite uh, – it'll be very interesting to see how it changes the dynamic of who watches the race. Uh, and how all that goes, uh, you know, it's a story in itself. But uh, what we're celebrating more is uh, the, the, our return as a, as a manufacturer to being relevant in uh, in what people see in the sport and how they relate to what they can go buy in their uh, in their dealerships. And we want to make sure that the customers are uh, able to make that relationship to, to celebrate with us, uh, if, if you will, the uh, uh, you know whatever, uh, hopefully whatever. Uh, we end up gaining it on the track. It's it's something that we feel our fans, our customers would appreciate, and we certainly would like to be able to uh, offer them something so that you know, like I said, they can hold our hand in, in celebrating uh, future success in the sport. Oh, there's no doubt, and that Generation Six Fusion is a great-looking car, and uh, Thank you. and so Thank you. you know, I know 
I guess you guys long for the Dale Earnhardt days where everybody went out and bought those Thunderbirds because he was rocking it. Oh, yeah. And in fact, you know, the sport's evolved quite a bit since then. So there's been a lot of other factors that uh, prevent you from being able to do that. The, the walk away from the absolute production-based race cars, you can't really say that uh, wasn't going to happen. It's just a part of the evolution of the sport and how safeties played a factor, how specific these cars have become and how much... Uh, the teams and, and NASCAR itself has learned over the years, and, and every time you fine-tune and, uh, and balance these fine machines, what you get is you start walking away from being able to make, you know, it's, it's about compromise. So at the end of the day, you want to do something where it's you're not going to compromise the effort and what you can get out of it, be it a race car or a street car, for the other, to, to a, right. a, a, you know, like a line-for-line, line, you know, bolt-for-bolt bolt kind of a mentality. So to make a fusion or any car that's that's offered on the street be a, a complete race car, especially in a specialized form such as NASCAR at a big track like Daytona, you're, I don't think it would be fair to either series. I don't think it would be fair to the street car. I don't think it would be fair to the race car. So I don't believe that today's sport and the way it's run and the way the speeds these guys see, I don't think they can handle an actual production car the way it sits on a, on a, on a showroom floor. So are there any big, like, advancements that you seek, you know, like the ducktail on the Thunderbird? I hate to go back that one, but, you know, after that happened, it was like, man, everybody had to go get the ducktail. Are you expecting anything like that? You got any secrets that are going to come out over the next two days that we're going to see? Wow, you can't touch this Fusion because it's got the whatever. Oh, you mean as far as competition with the other cars? Yeah. It's a new car. We're going to develop as, uh, as, as the season <laughs> progresses. It's cool because it's not just ours that's new. So we're in this together with all the OEMs. It's uh, everyone's got a new car, and everyone's going to put it through its paces. And they're going to, you know, the, the, the it's all in the details. It's all about being able to maximize uh, what you gain out of analyzing everything down to the last millimeter and trying to figure out and pick up on. Uh, on uh, what you can do to gain a slight bit of an advantage over the next guy. I mean, it's it's all in preparation. It's all about the, and, and and lucky for us, we got excellent partners in all of our teams uh, that that uh, basically will not leave a stone unturned to be able to eke that out just awesome. the last bit of performance. Well, great. Very well, thank you that. so much, Garen. We appreciate you being on with us, and good luck tomorrow. God bless you. And 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 I know it's 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 about speed, but I hope there's they're safe out there. Oh, absolutely. That's number one for us as well. We never want to see any kind of bad things happen. So thank you very much. Appreciate being on your show, and uh, we'll see you later. That's great. Well, that's that's pretty cool, Casey, you know, having Ford racing on. Now, someday they might be saying, now, we've got this new driver, Casey Kerwin, and, and we're pretty excited about him because he qualified. Is that something that you aspire to, maybe? Hopefully. Really? How cool. So... You, in the, the racing situation, the first time you got behind the wheel of your first race, can you go back to, the, to that moment, kind of what that was? You're sitting there and start your engines, and what was that like? Uh, it was really nerve-wracking, and uh, once, I mean, I was just scared to death when I went out on the track, but once you uh, got going, the nerves went away, and you just had a lot of fun. Well, that is so cool. We've got a lot more coming from Casey Kerwin, but we need to hear from you. When were you a passageway to a blessing? We want to hear your story. You call us 866-34-TRUTH. We got some free tickets for the next person that comes in that says Truth Broadcasting. We got a family pass for you. Come in. It's Passages in Charlotte. Night like a river beginning to 
Welcome back to the Christian Car Guys show. Today we are talking passages. When were you the passage to someone's blessings? And we'd love for you to call in and hear yours. 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. Now, as we've discussed, today we're live at the Passages Bible Exhibit, and we're making our way around to see some of the uh, sites. Passages. Wow, apparently the computer stopped because we were fixing to hear for Martin Luther. <laughs> but that can happen. Every once in a while a computer does stop. But that was that was uh, Martin Luther that was was going to be on with us, but we're going to figure it out here in a minute. We'll get Martin Luther back with us. But you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, and we are live from Passages. And as I mentioned, for the next truth listeners that come in and mention just come up to our booth and say hey we heard you on the radio we've got free passes for you for your family to make your way through this amazing bible exhibit oh it was tyndall that was going to be on with us i forgot it wasn't martin luther's going to be on with us later so i hope the computer doesn't shut off the next guest but that's okay because we would love to know when were you a passage to a blessing you call us 866-348-7884-866 Three, four, truth. Now, we do have a very interesting situation. Our Christian oil guy, Mike Westwood, who's out in San Antonio, Texas, who's off and on with us on this fourth Saturday of the month, happened to be on the cruise ship that uh, <laughs> got stranded. And so we're anxious to hear from him. Mike, welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show again. We got to know what happened. You were on a cruise, and that, man, when last I talked to you, things were looking good, and then something happened. Well, Robbie, it's good to be on and be on land. And I got to tell you, to show passages, there were some passages that were very, very useful to us on our cruise. But we were out there, engine caught fire, we stopped dead in the water, drifted about 200 miles, towed in by a tug. Uh, it was an exciting time, and the Lord, in being with my spouse, pulled us through that. And so what, you know, for some people may not have known, what, what cruise ship were you on? What exactly happened? We were on the uh, Carnival Triumph, and we were, were taking a cruise with my wife's exercise friends from Jazzercise, and we were going to Cozumel. And on our way back, uh, an oil, a fuel return line caught fire. It was leaking, and it got on the engine and caught fire, which resulted in an oil and electrical fire. We drifted for five. We were out there uh, stranded for five days uh, for a total of uh, about uh, 18 hours. We were totally helpless, dead in the water, no, no uh, towing or anything. The Coast Guard showed up. They had to bring other cruise ships to give us uh, food, rescue helicopters bringing us food. Uh, We had no uh, toilets initially, and then they got a couple of working, but we couldn't use the toilets in our room. Uh, No electricity. It was was quite the adventure. Uh, It was a passage. It really was. It it was the passage to nowhere, as the case may be. So... Go ahead. You know, you know, Robbie, uh, the things that helped pull me through was reading in Psalm 91 about the danger and protection that God uh, focuses on, and Psalm uh, 121, 
as well as one that was very, very important to me, and that was Proverbs 3.5 with uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Those were the things that I kept reading over and over. I didn't want my wife to worry, so I was sort of reading them when she wasn't around because I, I wanted to remain as calm as I could be so that she would uh, just trust that I was leading us uh, correctly. And so was there any point in this adventure, Mike, where you thought you this could be the big one? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, down. well, I walked out of my room to get coffee. I had woken up before they made the announcement, and I went down the room, and I smelled smoke and saw a little bit. So I went back and got the wife, and I said, hey, let's, uh, let's go get some coffee. I wanted her to be with me. And then we walked out, walked about a few doors down. The fire door is closed. And I said, we're going back and putting our life jackets on. Then we're going upstairs and see what's going on. Went up there and saw this black smoke rolling out the stacks. Not the kind of smoke you want to see. And uh, for a bit there, until they announced that they had the fire out, we were very, very concerned and thought this might be it. But uh, the Lord pulled us through Titanic? and got the fire out. <laughs> That's wild, Mike. That's what a story. Wow, but it's cool to know that you're okay. And I guess you, you, you got instant stardom from what I understand. You've been on all sorts of TV shows and and, and all sorts of stuff. People wondering how it went. I, I, have, I have been, and I've got to say, being, uh, being on the show with you over the last uh, uh, almost two, nearly two years has given me great confidence to do those things and knowledge of being able to be interviewed or talked or questions asked. Uh, it, it's just been a blessing uh, working with you, and you're teaching me about uh, the media business. <laughs> well, the one interesting thing I couldn't help but note is you are the Christian oil guy, and this was an oil fire. Do, do you think God <laughs> had any message in that for you? <laughs> you had to mention that. <laughs> I couldn't get a resistant. They weren't using Amsoil. That was their whole problem. That was the deal. If it had been Amsoil, they never would have this problem with Carnival. Have you recommended that? To <laughs> That's exactly what I told them. <laughs> that is they'd so be, cool. They've been using that long-life oil. We wouldn't have had this problem at all. Well, what I, I am curious. Was there any passengers that were, like, freaking out or anything and that you were able to comfort them at all? Um, we heard them, but... Uh, not freaking out. My wife's group, and I was, there was only uh, just a few of us, a few of the ladies that brought their spouses. I was able to do some things for them and help them. Uh, uh, my wife and I together, I didn't do it individually. We did it as a team. And we were able to comfort them because we always take a survival kit, you know, so we handed out flashlights to other people. Uh, as oh, much as I hate to say was, it, they. That was uh, a little pl passage to a blessing there, Mike. That's good. Yes. That's good. Well, we got to run. Thank you, Mike. Okay. God bless you. I appreciate God it bless. so much. You, All your ministry in, in so many different ways, and in this case, out there on a cruise ship. Because here's the cool thing. Wherever you go, did you know this, Casey? You bring the kingdom of God with you. And so other people sometimes find that really attractive because you're the only person to keep your head while the smoke is billowing out of the stack. And you're wondering, you know, what's going to happen with that. So thanks again, Mike. It's always an honor, just an honor to have you on the team. God bless. God bless you. Bye. Well, today's show, Passages, because we're live at Passages here, the Christian Car Guy Show. This is an amazing Bible exhibit. 
You've got to make your way down here. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Just click on the big passages picture, and it'll give you directions on how to get here in Charlotte. We have a family pack for the first people that walk in and say, I'm hearing you on the radio. It's a Christian car guy. We got it's four free passes. And by the way, admission isn't expensive. It's only like $15 to come in, and you will never, ever be the same. I'm telling you, after you see what people have done. Uh, you went through real fast with me, Casey, didn't you? Was, wasn't it amazing, even yes, as a 13-year-old? Yes. Did you th- believe that Tyndall had to die on the stake like that? And Martin Luther's in here, St. Jerome. We got all these people. So it's all happening at Passages. We'd love for you to come join us. But we'd also, I'm really thinking somebody's sitting there, and you're thinking, I ought to call the Christian car guy because I know the time I was a passage to a blessing. And here is your chance to glorify God by sharing that. If you keep it inside you, other people don't know how cool that was. So you got to call us, 866-348-7884. You can dial it right now. We have lines open. We need to hear from you. But I'm very curious. We have John Kerwin here with us. He's Casey's father. Now, it's one thing to be a 13-year-old climbing into a race car, getting out there going, this is going to be fun. It's got to be something completely different to be a father of a 13-year-old climbing into a race car and watching that. I can't imagine. It was uh, a very interesting experience, especially the first time we put him out there. We didn't grow up racing in New England, so it was my first experience watching um, my son behind a wheel and saying, it's okay, Dad, I'll be all right. And <laughs> you basically say a prayer and let him go. And how fast did they go? Depends on how you gear it up. Um, it has a lot to do with how you have the clutch gear and the uh, rear gear, but you can get them up to 65, 70 miles an hour when they're really going in his in his division. And so am I right that, that well, tell a little bit of the story of how you got involved in this because it wasn't something you're like, oh, man, let's go racing. Oh, no, this this was um, this was definitely an interesting story. We went to the Charlotte Motor Speedway um, every Tuesday night when after Casey was six years old and he and his brother and myself would do uh, cheap entertainment family night. My wife would have nothing to do with going to the racetrack. And we had um, a ball, watched it, and Casey said the whole time, I want to do that. And I said, sure. (laughs) And not really thinking that he would actually do it. And so we just kind of watched and watched and watched. And um, every summer we would go out there, and he kept on saying, I want to do that. So I said, all right, if you're going to do that, we're going to have to go do a test drive. So we called up U.S. Legend Car, scheduled him for a test drive. They went on the fifth mile track behind Charlotte Motor Speedway. He did his test drive, did really well, um, came out, big grin on his face. Um, I called my wife, and I said, we are in trouble. And um, it was on from there. And then the next piece of the puzzle was that um, he's a seventh grader at Crestwood Middle School in Matthews, North Carolina, and the runner-up of 2010 national champion and the 2011 national champion. Carson Ferguson um, got transferred into his school and they ended up in class together. And so the two of them have been racing and talking together now for the last year. Um, And so it kind of, all the pieces started falling into place. We really weren't even thinking about doing it. And Carson's dad, Tony Ferguson and Carson and Casey, we decided let's give it a shot. And so we were able to purchased the car pretty well and i have learned a ton and continue to learn and he is uh having a blast but it's always still something that uh 
you you wonder when you put them out there did i remember to tighten the seatbelt and did i remember to put the steering wheel on and did i remember to do this and that so far we've done pretty good about remembering everything oh i can imagine that that would be a big a big part of it now carson when you went to take this test drive i understand which by the way if you make your way to passages that car is right out front and you can see this race car which is is amazing looking thing but when you went to take this test drive what was about what was that like uh i just got in the car and i was like uh let's go ahead and do this and we just went out and i just did everything that i knew about it from watching it for six years or however many years it was and i just tried to do everything that i knew and uh ended up not spinning out and running pretty competitive lap times for a first time out according to the directors very cool all right well we've been wondering today when did you have an opportunity to be a passage to a blessing? And we have a caller calling in. Happens to be my mother, and which makes that always very exciting to me because I get to talk to my mom. Hi, Mom. You're on a Christian Car Guy show. You were the passage to a blessing? It must have been. <laughs> no, I won't go there. <laughs> yes, dear. I was the passage to a blessing. What was it? Um, one morning in worship service, a lady came in and sat down next to us whom we did not know. And so we introduced ourselves, and uh, she said she was from Michigan, which was a, a thing with us, so we invited her out to lunch. And we learned that she was living in her car. She was unemployed. She had had a, some sort of a breakdown, I believe, and just took off and left her family and home in Michigan and was wandering the country in her car, and we were very concerned. We brought her home and put her up in our guest room. She was really a sweet lady and very grateful <clears throat> and very honest and honorable. And um, we got her a job in a nearby town, and she worked there for a while, and then they laid her off. And she came back to us for one night, and we had talked to her a lot about the Lord, and she was going to church faithfully. And and finally she said, I'm going to go home. I don't need to be doing this. I need to go home. And so um, we bought her a full tank of gas and sent her on her way to Michigan. And we get Christmas cards from her, and uh, she's doing well. She found a job in a homeless shelter. Which was so well, perfect how cool, yeah, she for was her, to be a blessing, you know, yeah. and uh, anyhow, that's how we were a passageway, just by saying, hi, how are you, and inviting her out to lunch. Now, I will say that one of the charter members, Casey, of my Labor Love prayer team that is my mom, and she's been on that prayer team. In fact, she was the one who told me, son, we need to know when these ladies' cars are fixed so we know when to stop praying. So I was like, okay, I guess I better come up with a system. <laughs> so we created a very cool system for the Labor Love Prayer Team where they can all go on and see an interactive chart where we have all these cars posted. Are you, is that helping you out, Mom? Yeah. Um, yeah. Every Wednesday, that, my prayer group prays for all of them. I take the new list in every week. And that you're is so cool. we got to go to a break, Mom. I'm sorry, okay. but we come back. we got to talk about more passages. You call us with yours, 866 Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're To be a blessing, when were you 
our passage to a blessing. We're live today from Passages, the amazing interactive Bible experience. Uh, Bible exhibit in Charlotte, North Carolina. Experience the Bible like never before is their tagline, and I'm going to tell you, they deliver on that. We have passes for the first people that come in and say they're listening to us on the Christian Car Guy show. We're going to be here for a couple hours. We're going to do another show right after this. But meanwhile, this is a Christian Car Guy show, and we do have an appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as I mentioned, when we're thinking passages. What about your passage through the waters of baptism? What about my passage through the water of baptism? Why do you think Jesus had to be baptized? Why did he say to fulfill all righteousness? Well, I've been studying this book. Those people who listen regularly knows I've been studying the Trinity by John Owen in so many different ways. And this week I decided I want to go to the Bible. I want to see the clearest picture of the Trinity I could find. And if you look in Matthew where Jesus is baptized, when he comes up out of the water, is, in my view, the best picture of the Trinity, where you get to see all three portions of God at the same time. You see Jesus coming out of the water. There's the Son. The Holy Spirit descends on him like a dove. That's the Holy Spirit. And then the Father says, this is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. And so at one point in time, here in the Bible, we get to see all three of these in fellowship at the same time. Well, that word righteousness, I've come to learn, not only means that you're right, and Jesus had to be obedient to what the Father had asked him to do, and that's right. But what you really see there is a right relationship between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They are in a right relationship. When he comes out of the water, you get to see the cool fellowship of the Trinity itself. And see, long before we ever came on the scene, or even angels came on the scene, there was a Trinity, and they had a fellowship, and they were having a great time out there before anybody ever showed up, and they were in fellowship, the three of them. Now, the other cool thing is that when's the one time that we get to see Jesus talk about the Trinity in the Scripture? Where he says all three at the same time, where's the one place in Matthew 28, where he says, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into what? The name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, because this is so cool. (laughs) Because you're getting called up into this adventure with a right relationship with the Father after you've accepted the blood of Christ, after you become obedient, after living in the Holy Spirit, you get to go through the waters of baptism. And at the end of that, they say, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, you're called into this cool fellowship. Now, how cool is that? You get to be in this identity which, by the way, is the thing that Satan comes after all the time, is your identity. Are you really a Christian? You would act like this. Well, here's a mile marker for you as a Christian car guy. I'm telling you, your baptism is a mile marker for you to look back at where you were called into a right relationship with the Trinity. So with all that said, we have Kim. We have actually no Kim, who grew up in Shelbyville, has got a blessing story for us. Kim, we don't have a lot of time. Can you go fast for us? Yes, I just heard you speaking earlier on the program about what happened in Shelbyville, Kentucky, and I live in Greensboro, North Carolina, but grew up in Shelbyville and knew the Terhunes and um, the Centenary Methodist Church, so I just picked the phone up and called them that I'd heard what a good thing they had done. So hopefully that blessed them. Well, i got to tell you, it blessed me, and it's always amazing to me that here are all these people that are also like me, called up into this fellowship, that are out there believing God, 
and you pick up the phone, and they're just waiting for a chance to help. They just didn't know the need existed. But exactly. that's the cool thing about the Jesus Labor Love. People that listen to this radio show throughout the country have a chance to find out about that stuff. Thank you so much for calling in, Kim. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you. it. Bye-bye. All right. You can find out all about the Jesus Labor Love car repair for people in crisis at christiancarguy.com. And uh, we've got Casey's Sunday school teacher on. Real quick, we're going to try to get him on. We just have a few seconds. Dennis, what did you want to tell us? Well, uh, I tell you, Robbie, I've been in youth ministry for 23 years, and this is the first time I've ever taught seventh grade. So it's, it, and I, I, now I know the reason why. It's, it's been a chance to get to know this young guy. And, uh, you know, he may be small in stature, but he's got a great heart. And I really think that God, God's going to bless him in his efforts, uh, the passion that he has. For, for race car driving. So we just, uh, so all cool. our the Sunday school teachers encourage him to keep doing what he's doing. But don't Thank you, Dennis. We, really we got to run. I'm life. so appreciative of that call. How about that, Casey? And I understand you guys pray before every race. Yes, we do. How cool is that? Well, we want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show this morning, for having Casey on, our friends from Ford, Mike Westwood, our Christian oil guy. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And I did want to mention at the end of the show, how about your passage through the waters of baptism? If you've had that done, that is a mile marker. But if you haven't done it, got it done, that's a one way to fulfill your righteousness. To be- You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.